welcome to the Supersize Biz Ed Podcast. My name is Dave, and I am a diehard Bills fan. Buffalo Bills is my team, has always been my team. And I grew up there. I grew up in Buffalo, New York. And I just, even though I live in Florida, I've been in Florida a long time. They've always been my team. So why am I telling you this? Why do I love the Bills? And what does that mean for you? Not much for you, unless you're a Bills fan. But what does that mean? Why am I talking about it? Well, without further ado, here we go. So maybe because it's the end of the football season and my team is going to the playoffs for the fourth time in five years that I want to talk about football for just a tiny bit. Don't turn off the podcast yet. I'm not going to talk about football the whole time, but I want to talk about the bills for a reason. Now, if you don't follow football, that's okay. If you follow football, you're going to totally get this. So I'm, I grew up in the eighties and or at least that was my childhood. I consider in the beginning of the eighties, the bills were not that good. Now, once they started getting the play, right players in there, including Hall of Famers, Jim Kelly, their quarterback, Thurman Thomas, Andre Reed, on the other side, Bruce Smith, Daryl Talley, Cornelius Bennett, uh, just a bunch of really good players. They started building a team and eventually in the early to mid nineties made the Super Bowl four times in a row, which has never happened before. And I doubt will happen again. The only problem is they didn't win any of those Super Bowls. So that really stinks. But after that, after that, team got dismantled and people retired for 17 years. We were in a playoff drought. We had the biggest playoff drought in the whole NFL. And I think, believe in all of sports, we, we had not gone to the playoffs since 1999 until 2016, I believe maybe 17. Um, I have to take a look, but we had the longest playoff drought. And during that time when our coach, Marv Levy, just a great coach. He, well, he, he's pretty old now. He retired. Jim Kelly retired. All these players are gone. During that time period, we went through just a ton of different quarterbacks and a ton of different coaches. I'm talking about one year, at the most two years. It was crazy. It was just unbelievable. Losing every year. Very rarely had a good year. We would always lose the Patriots. And, you know, the on the contrast or the contrasting side, the Patriots always had a winning season for the basically from 2000 on to pretty much today, 2020, 2000, well, 2000, the 2020 era, which is 2022, we just hit right now. But basically for 20 years, the Patriots were dominant, like with Tom Brady, Bill Belichick, and they always had the winning, like that winning culture. And the Bills never had that, at least not for those 16, 17 years. They just had a losing culture. They had a losing mentality. They were expected to lose. And they, I believe they probably expected to lose as well. There were low expectations. There was massive turnover, like I said. Not just quarterback and coaches, but every position. I can't remember what year, but our punter was our best jersey sale. Like when people buy jerseys with the names on them, our punter, because he was the most, he was our best player had the best Jersey sales that year. It was, I mean, I've never seen that before or since. So it was just a bad culture. 
It wasn't a good culture at all. Now, the last few years, we got a new coach in, new general manager, um, just great, I think, people for our uh, for Buffalo. Uh, we have a franchise quarterback. We have a really good team. We may or may not win the Super Bowl, but the expectation is that we're winning now. Like this is our expectation. We've but again been to the playoffs four out of the last five years. It's it's we're on the upward swing. We made it to the we won the our division twice now the past two years, both both years. And last year we went to the uh, AFC championship, which we lost, but we were one game from Super Bowl. And just in general, we're we have that winning, winning, winning culture now. And it took a long time, but it, it took a while to change the culture. And the coach, Sean McDermott, always says, trust the process. Because it took a while. It took a while to get the right people in there and the wrong people out. And all that being said, now I'm going to transition. Here's my transition to PE. That was my hook. Hopefully I hooked you there. So my transition to PE is this. It's hard to come in and change a program. I've done it twice now. Some of you have done it more than that. Or some of you have never done it before especially when there's Paris to come into a new situation. I've done it twice and take over a program is hard. It's really hard. It's a big challenge. There's a lot of expectation, a lot of pressure on you. A lot of people maybe possibly pulling you in one direction or the other as to that's how they always did it. And that's how we did it last year versus what you want. And, you know, I'm going to tell you what, the PE program was like last year based on what I've heard from other people. It was very fitness-based because now one of my pairs was a former uh, personal trainer, which I was too, but I try to tell him many, many times, um, PE is not just about fitness. It is a lot about fitness, but not all about fitness. There's other objectives and other, <clears throat> there's other learning and strategies, things like that. So it was very fitness-based. There was no music. It was very militaristic. I've heard that more than once. There was little to no learning. Uh, they did a lot of laps. They just, every day, like do a lap, do a lap, do a lap, which again, that's cardio is one component of many for PE. There was no continuity last year. There was a teacher here for, I believe, a year or two. And she, this is not, I mean, I'm glad she had a baby. I never met her before, but she had a baby. So she was on maternity leave for, a long time, a couple months, at least a couple of months. And then she had COVID. Um, again, not her fault. I'm just, I'm just saying there wasn't very, um, there was a lot of different subs in here, a lot of different um, just people rotating in and out. So there wasn't a lot of consistency. And again, not her fault, but it's just the way it was last year. And so the paras really took over, which again, good for them, but that's not how I want it when I, or wanted it when I came in. And there was a lot of pushback. And so for me, Changing a culture is going to take time. And I've already had a lot of pushback from the Paris. Okay. I already added day one music. We're, we're, we're at a music. We're having fun out here, but we're mixing the fun with learning and different, you know, learning different strategies, learning different, just the grade level outcomes, doing things in a different way that I believe they didn't do in the past. I, Day one took charge. Now, again, there's a lot of pushback. I, I'm not a dictator. I listen to my paras. I see what works. I see what doesn't work. I ask them how what they did last year, but it doesn't mean I had to listen to do every and do everything that they did last year. I, I changed things. 
Okay. My goal is to be here as much as I can. I don't take many days off. As a matter of fact, I hate taking days off. I've had to a couple of times just for my kids being sick and things like that, but I hate taking days off. Okay. And the hardest thing is to just don't listen to the naysayers. That's the hardest part. I know there's people talking about me. I know my parents are talking about me, talking bad about me. My one parent just retired, which praise the Lord, she retired. She was awful to me. Absolutely terrible. Just her person. I mean, I've, I've counted. I've had 15 paras in my career and just they left for various reasons. A lot of them became PE teachers and other, you know, involved in education. They, they became teachers or they went to different jobs or whatever. And that's awesome. This para was awful to me. And she just, she's hard to talk to. And just, it was, it was a bad situation. I'm glad she's gone. Sorry, but I am. And the other para, I have two he would kind of follow her around and, and listen to her and whatever she said was, you know, the gospel. And it was just, it was just bad. And now working with him, trying to get him on the right track, trying to get him on my team has been hard. It's hard to do that. But if you, and I'm, I'm talking about you and myself as well, if you put in the work and you show the paras or just in general, your administration, that you are going to be there on a consistent basis. And again, I know COVID, I know other things happen. I'm just saying, if you can be there, be there. If you can do all that and put in the work, you will end up changing the culture. And if you can show the kids that you care about them and love them and will do anything for them and to make their enjoyment of PE your highest priority, and not only the enjoyment, but their learning, you will see a change. Okay. I've done things and not to brag, but I'm just telling you some of the things I've did, I've done. I've changed out. I've gotten rid of all, a lot of old equipment. I brought a lot of new equipment in. I've written grants and, you know, things like, some things I know cost a lot of money and you may say, well, I don't have the money. Well, things like changing out the basketball hoops, you know, to, you know, the, the ones I have now, at least half of them look like they're in a, in a prison uh, yard. They, they have the chains and they're old. And so my goal was just bring in $5, you know, basketball nets, hoop, you know, the, the nylon nets, whatever, and change them out. Simple things like that. Clean up the place, get rid of the garbage. Okay, make it a nice place for your students. So change that culture by bringing stability and doing what you can for your students and for your school. Another thing I did, and I'm gonna tell you, this happened just two days ago, I think. I added a, fa- I made a Facebook page for my school for PE to just show everything we're doing and keep parents involved and, and so they can understand what's going on out here and, and see the games we're playing, things like that. And I had the former pair I was talking about, write a, not a nasty comment, but not a great comment on there. Uh, And she never, and it's about a grant I wrote. I wrote three grants. I got two of them. Okay. I got, I'm receiving over $6,000 in free equipment. She never once said congratulations. He didn't either. But now that she's retired, she wrote something not so positive on there. And you know, I blocked her. <laughs> I don't care. I blocked her. I don't, I don't need that negativity. I don't need the negativity. I want a positive culture. I erased the comment. And actually, the music teacher stuck up for me on that comment. Um, and so did my wife. It was just, and then, but then somebody texted me and said, why is she being such a, I'll just say, mean person? Okay, that's not what he said. But <laughs> that's what he texted me. Okay, I don't need that, that negativity. I want a positive culture. I don't want to waste my time with people that are just going to bring me down, especially somebody who doesn't even work here anymore. All that being said, 
your job is to change a culture. Now, if you're already in a situation where you've been there 20 years, you don't change anything. But I would look around and see what is going on. And maybe there are some things you can change. So let's talk about it now. Let's go to our cowbell tip of the day. So your tip of the day is pretty much everything I talked about, but get a plan. And if you need to change a culture, change it. Write down the things that you would like to be changed in your PE program. That's what I did. Write everything down, how it should look, what kids should be doing, what kind of learning should be taking place and when. You know, Map out your minutes, map out your, your PE area, your PE space and say, okay, here's what's going to be going on here. Here's what's going to be going on here. Here's where the pair is going to be. Okay, map out everything, write it down and work on changing the culture. So if you, again, if you've been there for 20 years or more in your current spot, that's awesome. I commend you. I was at my school for 10 years and I just had to get out, unfortunately. But if you are new to a school, if you are new to the PE world, first of all, welcome and see where you can make a difference, where you can change things. But don't just do things because it's always been done that way. If that's not you and that's not how you want to teach, don't let that happen in your program. And that is your cowbell tip of the day. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. As always, go to supersizephysed.com for more information. And please leave a four to five star review, hopefully, if we or I did a good job during the my podcast. If you learned something new and have helped you out at all, let's help spread that positive message, hopefully, and get it out there to many other PE teachers. So have a great day. Have a great night. Have a great weekend, PE Nation. You guys and girls are awesome. Let's keep pushing our profession forward.